All right, hey there, everybody. Uh, welcome to Two Dudes and Killer Tunes, Episode Two. How you doing over there, Neil? Doing good. I think we we did it. We did our first episode. What April first? Yeah. We recorded our first episode April first, so it's been a good three weeks later. Yep. Yep. How we so, doing? Doing definitely great. Thank you, brother. Good. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> good. Really to see excited you. about how things went with Episode One. Uh, a lot of good feedback. Um, you know, everyone has been downloading from from Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts and going on our YouTube channel and subscribing and and everything else. So it's been uh, it's been a fun ride. And uh, you know, here's our first guest. You know, amazing. So I would love to uh, welcome John Doring to the show. Thank um, you, John. Welcome. How are we doing tonight? I'm good. Good. Thank good. You. Hello, John. I, I enjoyed the first episode. <laughs> good. <laughs> we good. appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it, it was a lot of fun to do. Um, you know, obviously, John, we met almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Full yeah. disclosure, John's sister is my wife, uh, Emily. Um, so we met about 20 years ago uh, yep. when, when we got married. Um, and really from day one, we kind of connected um, really through music. But yeah, yeah. I you mean, very similar taste in music in a lot of areas. And uh, Yeah, know. and, you know, the one thing just... You know, I remember you, you love Nirvana, right? You know, yeah. and that's really kind of where I would say cut my teeth, you mm -hmm. know, almost, and uh, kind of shaped my my taste in music. Um, and but not only that, it was that you had kind of that love for live music as well. Absolutely, yeah. And um, that was kind of the first question I had for you today: is what what is it about live music that's like so important to you, or you know, over the years? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, music in general, it just, it complements what we do in life. You know, there's there's something for every mood and to be able to go experience that live, um, you know, you're always doing it with people that you, you care about. It's, um, you know, it's great now, you know, you know, this much later in my life that it brings together people that I haven't seen very often. Um, and so it's just, you know, having that experience. Um, I, I love it. Um, you, you really can't beat live music. Um, and then you take into consideration all the venues that you can do it at in the different ways. It's just, it's awesome. I love it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I think you hit it on the head. Like there's, there's so many different genres or different musicians different varieties that you yeah. go and see right and it's different every time and yes. i think that's one of the things for me you know even though i've seen a band you know 10 12 times or whatever it's still different yes you know i remember being younger and being you know how can someone travel around and watch the grateful dead <laughs> year after year you know all summer long but you know once you start going to see these bands and you know every show is different and you know and you know we talked about this you know and that's kind of part of the name the killer tunes you know you might see that band 10 times and it might be very similar but there's that one song they play you know and it so it's a whole different experience and then you know john to your point um sometimes it's just who you go with yeah, yeah. you know it's like oh i've been to the sea you know whoever <laughs> you know with, with john but you know this time i went with neil and it's just like a totally different experience there so john um you know one of the things i remember talking to you early on about um was an experience where you went to woodstock of 99 yes. not the 94 version no. but the 99 version the 30 year anniversary yeah <laughs> um and i just remember thinking one that's pretty cool you know because i'd never been to a festival you know grand like that right um 
I remember, you know, I went to Lollapalooza, but that was a traveling concert at the time, one yeah. day, or the Horde Fest, you know, me and Neil have been to a handful of those, mm -hmm. um, you know, which is great, but it's one day, you know, you're not there, you know, for the slog of three days camping, and what yeah. was that like? Um, you know, it was good and bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the experience itself was really cool, and like you said, uh, to go to a festival like that where it's several days, um, you know, and we went with a big group, uh, literally had just graduated high school, you know, I graduated in 99, so it was a few months after I, I graduated oh, high wow. school. Yeah, so, you know, it was like kind of the, the first big trip after graduating, and, um, you know, so the experience itself was really cool, you know, the Woodstock was... Um, it was a difficult event to be at because of the, the weather and just the conditions. Um, you know, the price of everything was outrageous. They really gouged everybody. But, you know, overall, though, the experience of the music and things was was really, really pretty cool. And just being, you know, out in this this big, <laughs> this huge field with that many people. Um, you know, I, I think that the tough part was is that the 94 Woodstock was so awesome and you saw videos of that. And so, you know, you kind of waited against that. But um, but overall, it was still the experience itself was was amazing to be able to go and, and go through all that experience that, you know, see those bands, um, you know, and, and some of the bands put on some really good shows. You know, um, I really liked Korn's performance when we were there. Um, Rage Against the Machine was great. Um, and then, you know, I, I really like all kinds of music. So like overnight they would do raves, you know, so seeing the DJs and things like that play was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we, we partied pretty hard, um, <laughs> but the overall, the experience was really cool. Um, you know, like I said, there was, there was some stuff that was rough. Just, you know, you guys have seen that documentary, I think. Uh, yeah, right? I, I know. I remember watching that when it first came out with actually, I watched it with my kids and, uh, mm -hmm and telling them that you were there and i remember it was like the next night neil i think we were over at paul's house mm -hmm. uh happened to get together for something and i brought it up if we had seen it and i think you've seen it since oh, then yeah. right oh absolutely and uh what what was your take on i that? can't even imagine being there you know as you were and and of course it's a documentary so i was going to ask is it true what uh, happened there uh, it's 100 percent accurate like to, the, to a t like, right yeah. the camera's actually following people burning things and you know people rioted yeah um and there was a lot of really nasty things that went on there with you know women be assaulted and things mm -hmm. like that and, um, oh i that, it was, was another thing it touched on like, absolutely Whoa. yeah um, just a lot just a whole lot went wrong yes and you know and and the way they tried to sugarcoat it to make it seem like it was you know peace love and happiness right yeah. like well, like it was in 69 so that you mentioned the 94 woodstock earlier you know and that was a great woodstock yeah right i, I wasn't there personally but i've i've watched shows and but i think that was when it rained yeah nine inch nails uh, performance is like a legendary from the 94 green yeah. day green day was on that it was green day where yes billy billy joe armstrong yep billy joe that was you know, just when they were starting everywhere. to make it big. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. God, that would have been an amazing show to go to. Yeah. You know, and, and it's <laughs> funny because in, you're right. And in 94, but also <clears throat> you didn't have any technology back then at all. Yeah. Right? So 99 was just kind of on the cusp. So people were kind of understanding that it wasn't as good as they're making it out to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Were you one of the uh, people swimming around in shit water? No, but I have okay. pictures of those people. Um, yeah, well, that's I, good. I, I, that's I, good. I, I actually have a picture of a guy sleeping in a tent with just his feet hanging out, and he's literally in shit water. Um, it's the most disgusting thing ever. But yeah, that was. We will not that show was, that. Yeah. No, that, that was one of the most disgusting things. Yeah. Um, so, were you there then? For it was what day two, I think, when Limp Biscuit went on, mm-hmm. and I think it was you know, things were already kind of from the, from the documentary, it was already starting to get crazy, and yeah. you know, it they was were, almost like they were trying to ask him to tone it down. They were all yeah. doing it, so you were there for that part of it. How, yeah, uh, what was that like well, so just to be seeing that in person? Yeah, because you got to understand, like I said, the weather was awful, it was like 90 plus degrees out, there was nowhere to get away to get shade. A bottle of water, like a regular bottle of water, was like four dollars. But you got to remember, this is '99. Like that's outrageous yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah, 25 but, years ago. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, so it wasn't like you could just go get a cheap bottle of water to drink while you're dehydrated already. Um, and then on on top of that, it's just you know the staff was rude it was just really bad conditions so then you have this artist go on stage and he's like inciting people and he like said i remember when we were driving up the i think it was the day before the festival or the morning of friday or something when we were driving there he was on the radio saying that he was going to do something extreme to get like the crowd riled up or whatever and he did he definitely incited things um well, you know i i, I hate yeah, to blame an artist for what no, happened after that, that but no, you know but, he, he played a part you know yeah, yeah I, he played a part yeah. you're right he played a part but you know and I was just mentioning this the other day about this uh, situation, and it's like, but everyone knows who Fred Durst yes. is, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to go and he would yeah. done that if he was in you know a venue of two thousand people sure, or absolutely. one with five hundred thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know who you're having at this thing, yeah. right? And, and yeah, he's not fully to blame. And you know, no, no, not at all. And and that was kind <clears throat> of like the real starting point where people really started getting upset, and then it was the next day, right? And and I'm going by the the documentary Trainwreck, right? That was on uh, Netflix. I think it was three parts, and it was the last day where they kept teasing there was going to be this big, you know, great thing at the end after the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, at a certain point in time, they one handed out candles to every single person in the crowd. Yep. And then the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I believe, played Fire. <laughs> by Jimi hendrix yeah and then it ended up being this huge special thing was a hologram of Jimi hendrix playing the star spangled banner from the 1969 woodstock so at that point just all hell broke yeah and everyone just had enough at that point yeah i was gone by then but yeah because we had had enough already it was just (laughs) i mean you could see early in the day on sunday that things were headed in a bad direction you know and we hadn't slept much um it was just we were ready to leave um we trashed our our campsite pretty pretty good before we left um, so you started it all is that what, it, is that what you're saying I, mean, I, say, I don't know if we started it all but we definitely played a part in it um people were fed up it, you know the 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 planning that went into that was just not up to par with what you need at a festival of that right, size and with that many people and and that was a clear takeaway from the documentary yeah i will say i will give you and everyone you're with props because being 18 and 19 years old and having the, the clear head to say you know what yeah we should probably just get the hell yeah, out yeah, of here yeah, <laughs> yeah, you I can see even, how bad it was going when we, were, when we were talking about having you on and i'm reading our notes and i'm like John went to freaking Wisconsin. I think I even put like, how old were you? You literally graduated like three months before or something. That's nuts. Yeah. So 
you know, obviously the one thing that, you know, when, when me and Neil were talking, you know, first show we ever went to together. Um, and then, you know, so obviously I was thinking about this with you. I, and I pinpointed the first show that me and you ever went together. And then it dawned on me that the three of us were at the same show. Yeah. Um, we didn't actually sit together. It was the Smashing Pumpkins at the Fox Theater, which we mentioned in episode one. Yeah. And it was, uh, which was mentioned, Billy yes. Corgan and Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, got back together. So after they had broke up in 2000, this was like the first time. Um, and me and Emily, obviously your sister and you, and then uh, I, I forget who you were with at the time. Um, yeah, we all went together and... We met Neil and his sister and my brother Paul and, and his wife all at the State Bar. Yes, I remember. remember it used to be the State Theater yes. and it was a State Bar and we I all think, met there. I think Pickler was there too. Yep, that's right. Uh, Sweet Pickles <laughs> is there. And if you remember Neil, and I believe this was right at the same time, I think your actual your father passed away. Yes, yeah. We, um, which yeah, we, we'll pour one out to Big T, yeah, great big, guy. Um, big T. But, uh, you know, I remember we all hung out together, and it was the first time where you were meeting a lot of my friends. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, that was sixteen years ago. Now. Well, aside from the wedding, you know, <laughs> right. <we> all, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, where we actually like hung out, yeah, partied, hang and out. everything. Yeah. And uh, I just remember. I mean, you weren't even a big fan of Smashing Pumpkins at the time. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like, I liked some of their music, but I was never a fan to, like, go out and buy their stuff and things like that. That, that show definitely um, changed my mind in that regard a lot. They were, they were great live. They were, they, they were a lot better than I thought. I do talk to people, and I'd be, I'm going to go see Smashing Pumpkins concert, you know, and they're like, Pumpkins, eh, same thing. Yeah. I was never really a fan, and then once you go, I mean, I'll be honest, if, when I first heard Smashing Movies, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan, but I, after you listen and listen, and then, of course, Cal and Paul jam and drown and dram, jam and whatever, you know, all those, was it rhinoceros? Rhinoceros, well, <laughs> but, a quick blurb about rhinoceros, I'll never forget in high <clears throat> school, right? And, uh, I mean, early 90s, you know, I graduated in 93, and, uh, you know, that was where everyone had the big, you know, you know bass uh, speakers in their car. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to call out my buddy Mike Geiger here, but we used to cruise around in his uh, convertible Mustang with his bass speaker in the back. <laughs> but we'd be kicking rhinoceros by uh, smashing pumpkins. <laughs> and that was really where I first started liking, you know, liking them. And then, you know, it was, Gish was kind of their first, uh, you know, release that really went went kind of big but then Siamese Dream came out yeah and I mean from there I mean and I've thought of it Neil um we we talked on episode one the the two dudes uh mixtape mixtape yes and uh Chair of Rock yeah Chair of Rock was like I think one of, I might have been song number one because the way that just starts out one of the best absolutely one of the best songs um yeah. but no I just remember you know we all hung out at the bar but then um, you were like down on the main floor. Yes. Neil, you and Lindsay, and I forget who you were with, were somewhere else. And then it was like me and Emily and Paul and Leah and Sweet Pickles were up up in the thing. But by the end, me and Emily came down with you and we caught like the last few songs yeah, before it ended. I was him. I said, somebody snuck down. That's I, right. I yep. couldn't remember who it was. Absolutely. Yes. Me and Emily <laughs> came down. And actually, we were just like running down to get towards the front. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we look over and there you are. Yeah, <laughs> so yes. we'll just, like, just sneak over here. Yes, that was cool. But the, it was it was a great show, but I remember 
Corgan was a little feisty that night, if you remember. Oh, yeah, because he had a new album. And he, right, he and he was all fired up is, because everyone wanted to hear, you know, all but, Which is fair enough. Right, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You, sure. He is. But. He has that right. <laughs> he did not play chair of rock that night. No. In fact, I couldn't believe it. I was floored. He didn't play chair of rock. And then I went back and I looked at the set list. Um, years later, I don't know, who knows. But it actually lists what they played, I think it was zero. And underneath it said, on the actual set list, it was Chair of Rock. Really? But he got so fired up because people were yelling for that song, so he just well, played it and then walked off the stage. Yeah. Wow. Well, people were being dicks. Yeah, they were. Let's just be honest. Because let the man play his new stuff, and then guess what? He's, he's still going to play it. He's probably going to play everything that he's you know. Those, those are the yeah. people that have no but, idea how yeah. concerts work. Yes. They usually yeah. tour because, hey, they got a new album. Mm -hmm. They're going to play a lot of those songs, yes. but they're still going to play those <laughs> other ones yeah. that you want to hear. Those classics, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless it's Neil Young and he plays his whole oh, album yeah. all the way through. <laughs> oh, God. And that was then, that Green Farmer or whatever yes, that show we went yes. to. Yes. And is that Pine Nub? Yeah, it was that Pine Nub. Tree went with it. Again, <laughs> again, I appreciated it, of course, but no, that it, was terrible. He didn't play anything. It was, you're right. He, he literally played this brand new album beginning then. Which is fine. And I mean, he's great. He's a great musician and everything, but when you don't know it, you don't know it. Yeah, right? exactly. You, yeah. Know? you can only go to the bathroom so many times. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like. He did play like a hurricane, yeah. rocking in a free world, yeah, and then right. something else, you know, okay. for his encore. So it was like, I hate to say it, it was like three songs made up for like the first hour and a half of like. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, yeah it, it was pretty. It was, pretty it was pretty rough, rough and long. Yeah, it's tough with a when a band is touring with a new album and they haven't released a new album or it's just been released, so you right. really haven't even yeah. had a chance to learn the new songs right. yet. Well, and especially like nowadays, right? Like I remember before, you would—I mean—you would go buy the brand new album on mm -hmm. Tuesdays, which, by the way, there's no coincidence that we drop our podcast on Tuesdays. <laughs> but you'd pick up their new album every on the Tuesday, and I mean, I would listen to it all the way through. Sure, and yeah. I would recycle through it all the time because for me, it's like I might hear a song two, three, four times. I'm like, eh, I don't know, but then by that fifth, yeah. sixth time, it's like, oh my god, I love it. Yep, I know. But then when you would go see them in concert. You like you know every single thing they're playing. Well, nowadays, even though they come out with albums, like you can pick and choose. You know, so it might only be three or four songs that you're downloading yes, or whatever. Yeah. So it, it totally kind of changes it, the experience. It really know? does. Yeah, and, uh, and you don't find those hidden gems that way. You know, right, when you're absolutely. Just, you're just nitpicking the song based on that first listen because most every song you have to hear it at least three, four, five, six times before it kind of grabs you. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, you know what? That reminds me of something I, I'll, I'll mention a little bit later when we get on a different topic. Okay. Um, one thing, you know, one of the most memorable shows, John, um, that I went with you, it was, um, I want to say it was about 2016-ish, Lumineers. Yeah. I had never seen them before, so it was the first time for me mm -hmm. at Meadowbrook um, yeah. in Detroit. So a smaller outdoor venue, I think it's, you know, about 7,000 seats or whatever with yeah. a hill with a hill uh, we Rod, mentioned it in rochester right yeah 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 right by oakland you, university oakland university yeah. campus yeah you said detroit and some of you say meadowbrook's not in detroit <laughs> <laughs> oh come on yeah 
If you're from much of Detroit, you say Detroit. I, but, yes, I get yes. it. But. I tell you what, if I'm down, you know, or, you know, in Texas, and someone says, where are you from? If I say Rochester, they're like, oh, New York. <laughs> yeah. right. So I say Detroit. Uh, there you go. I know. I get it. Yeah, I know. So, but no, it was Lumineers, and actually, um, you know, it was one of those things where the opening act was born. So, yes. Yeah. You know, which is a, a Michigan act. Um, and one of those concerts where it's like, man, I'm really excited that he's the opener because yeah. he's one really good and has a lot of songs you know. But the one thing I will never forget about that show, and it was, I remember me, you, Emily, and then my daughter Elena mm -hmm. um, went to the show. And we had hill seats. Yeah. You know, so just, we were, you know, just above the pavilion, you know, across the walkway. But where we were standing, there was like this huge tarp like kind of covering all this crap by us yeah and you're like i remember zero you're like i think we should stand here because <laughs> you knew what was coming i think <laughs> i had an idea <laughs> and what was coming was a small yeah. idea they, they came up and played up there yeah. played, played a few songs absolutely yeah. so that they did they came up and there yeah. was a little stage literally from like me to john yeah and they played like three or four songs yep. And the one thing I'll never forget was they played uh, Bob Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues, yep. which was, I mean, was the coolest thing to see that cover. I mean, I'm not a huge Dylan fan, but I love that song. They did it justice. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of brought me up to the next topic was, you know, one, your thoughts about that show, but two... You know, going and seeing bands and one of those covers that they play that just like blew you away. Yeah. You know, for me, that was probably one of the coolest ones. I have a couple other ones, but I wanted to see what you guys had um, um, on, yours, on your yeah. list. Well, first, uh, about that show, I will say that was probably one of my favorite shows of all time. It was amazing. Um, it, it was really cool the way it turned out that the four of us got to go together. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if you remember, I, I'd actually bought two tickets and then bought two more. And I was going to take Elena and I was going to sell the other two. And I ended up giving them to you guys because I didn't think you guys liked, I didn't know you guys liked the Lumineers. So it turned out really cool. Um, but as far as the cover goes, um, it's one of my favorite covers of all time. Um, but the, the White Stripes cover of Jolene, um, Dolly Parton song. Absolutely. Um, Great tune. He, he just sings the hell out of that killer song. killer tune. Yeah. <laughs> and it won another great Detroit band. Yes. Right? One of my favorite, all-time favorite bands. And I, absolutely. I remember you were always a huge, huge. fan of them. And, yeah. you know, I've never seen White Stripes or, uh, or Jack White even uh, yeah. solo. I've seen him solo. It's just not the same as the White Stripes. You know, he has a full band now. Sometimes he has yeah. two different bands that he plays with. Um, you know, when it's just the two of them, and it was always just the two of them. Not like the Black Keys, where they'll have some other, you know, people playing instruments. They're kind of in the background. You don't see them. Like, no, it was two people up there, and they would just... That, which is crazy show you yes. know it's hard to find a good like trio yes but let a alone duo. just a right yes. two people you know yes um, that's crazy and yeah his that cover if, if people haven't listened to that cover go out do yourself a favor and find it and listen to it i'm sure you could probably find that on spotify as you can find two dudes and killer tunes yes two dudes and killer <laughs> yes. Tunes. it's on one of their live albums <laughs> yeah what about you neil what well yeah to piggyback, not piggyback at all but all along the watchtower by Dave Matthews Band, I think I I've had to have said that I think I've seen it oh, at least a couple times. Oh, <laughs> more at least than once. more than once for at sure. Pine Knob or wherever we seen see, have seen Dave Matthews Band, but what a good tune, you know, and what a good cover. Absolutely. I mean, I'll definitely go with that one 
for sure. No, and, you know, for me, <clears throat> I rem- I'll never forget first concert I went to, Aerosmith, love them, hate them, whatever, Neil. <laughs> but uh, they actually played Red House by Jimi Hendrix, nice. which I remember hearing, and I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what song this is. And you know what? I appreciate a lot more, you know, 30-some years later right. than I did back then. Yeah, Aerosmith's but- good when they play other people's music. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, the one for me, you know, obviously besides the Lumineers is uh, Ben Harper. And he does oh, uh, yeah, a medley kind of where he starts playing his song Faded and then goes into A Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. Oh, nice. And, I mean, again, Ben Harper definitely he isn't always everyone's cup of tea. But for me, seeing him sitting down playing that slide guitar and, I mean, then seeing them be able to go acoustic, it is just a great show. But that song, I mean, he just jams for about seven or eight minutes. He's yeah. tearing it up on that guitar, <laughs> which we'll get to it later. But Ben Harper's coming to Royal Oak Music Theater in October, and I got tickets the other day. So nice. I'm so what? excited okay, about that. Okay, is that a weeknight? It, it is. It's a of Wednesday. Course. Of course it is. And I, if we touch on this, but Detroit... I believe gets screwed on that aspect as far as having good acts come on like a Friday or Saturday where you can, you know, you don't have to go to a show on a weekday. Do you know why that is though? Do you know why they come on weekdays so much in Detroit? Because Detroit kicks so much ass. Well, yeah. And they know that people are going to fill no matter when they come. Of course. I know that's the reason. Right. And of course, you're, you can find a good show that'll happen on a Friday. Sorry, we can, we all can that we would want there's, to see, but there's just so <coughs> many of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I got a whole list that we'll talk about a little bit. I'm like, oh my god, if I went to every one of these, <laughs> I would need like three jobs to, like, <laughs> to be actually honest, afford all. And of to be them. honest, I think that other cities probably have the same <laughs> complaint too. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sure people in Chicago, New York, and blah 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 say, man, why can't they come on a Saturday or a Friday? But I have to see them on a Tuesday. Well, whatever. Suck it up. And go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say. You're 100% right. You know, and like, <laughs> especially me now. I'm like, obviously getting a little older, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, it sure would be nice to just sit on my couch on a Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> instead, I mean, go to that show. I mean, like I said before, like, you, if you want to go to a show, go to it because you never know when they're going to break up you never know if someone's yeah, going to you know yeah. die or anything else so i mean if you want to hit them and it's a band on your bucket list make sure you hit them so the uh there's a couple other ones john that we've gone to mm-hmm. um you know one that jack johnson me you and, and my son avery went yep. to that yeah and, and i mentioned I like Jack Johnson, and you know, we talked about him before. He's a great musician. We saw him at Pine Knob, though. Yeah, yeah. We were in the Hill. It, it just seemed like too big of a venue for him to me. You know, wasn't um, his best. Um, it, it, I, it, I can't argue that he put on great show and he's got yeah. good songs, but it's like when when you have that huge thing, and, and you know, and it just, it just seemed big. Yeah, and I, I would. And I mentioned I would rather see him at a much smaller venue. Yeah, you know, I, you know I've seen him a, a few different times. Um, saw him there with you. Um, I saw him at Meadowbrook, which was amazing. We were like fourth row. Um, and then I also saw him outside of Cleveland at an amphitheater. I don't know okay. what, what the name of it was, but I want to say it was bigger than Pine Knob even. It was huge. But again, we had like um, standing room, but it was like the pit standing room but up front. Okay. And when 
you know, his shows when you're up close, it, there is a different feeling. A different like some vibe of bands, you can get that vibe far away. Right. I, I get what you're saying. Like you don't get it as much. His music isn't as as, as full as some bands. Right. You know, so I don't I don't know that it, it carries as well. Um, but when you see him up close and you feel like you're kind of almost in an intimate setting, his his concerts are amazing. One hundred percent. And that's yeah. always what I felt with him. Like if you're up close and you're kind of like right there, you're feeling it, and yeah. you know because. Even, you know, I think of, like, uh, like Ben Harper. Mm. I mean, he'll rock out and jam, but then he has a lot of slow acoustic stuff. Neil Young's the same way, or, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, where Jack Johnson, that's him 100% of the time. Yeah. You know, he's acoustic, his songs are feel good, you know, Laid whatever. Yeah. But he never, like, goes to that electric yeah. guitar and just tears it up, you know, yeah. to kind of, kind of change things up. But... I agree. If I was down close, and, and you know what, if, if maybe if Avery was having a little better time, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. that might have. It didn't help that by the time we were trying to leave, I think it took us an hour and a half to get out of that parking lot. That too. was awful. <laughs> that was maybe the worst leaving a concert I've ever. I've never had. seen anything it, it like was, it in my life. Well, yes. what happened with? We Avery? could have walked home. Yeah, he wasn't feeling. Oh, okay. he just wasn't feeling. Okay, yeah. you I, know. I thought he might have got sick, and that no, no, could have no. been a story you could tell. But whatever. <laughs> no, no. To be honest. <laughs> You know, I'm like, hey, you want to go to Chicago? You know, and then, you <laughs> know, just wasn't his thing. He was still yeah. pretty young. Yeah, he was maybe yeah. like nine years old. Uh, you know? He was old. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. I don't know why it ended it was, up just being the three but, of us, but I don't remember either. Yeah. But you know what? There's actually what I do remember. There was a few songs where G Love came out with. Yes. It. yes. And I'm like, okay, and like I started feeling it. You know, they kind of had that yeah. groove going. <laughs> yeah. And then you so know he left, and then special sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he did, did deliver some special sauce. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's in his name. So, one of the ones, though, that absolutely loved, um, Mumford & Sons. Yes. Um, is that LCA, and I said this to Neil, I think when they built LCA, I think they did a pretty good job taking into account that they're going to hold a lot of concerts. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not <coughs> way up high, because well, it, yeah. <laughs> for any event, because it yeah. gets very steep. And right. It's, it, but... But like compared to the palace, yes. To me, like seeing a concert at Little Caesars Arena is night and day better than like it used to be at the palace. Yes, without a doubt. And Mumford and Sons did; they were very wise to put the stage in the middle Absolutely. of the main floor rather than all the way at the one end. Sure, that yes. helps the whole experience, right. in my opinion. And, you know. Absolutely. And full disclosure. <laughs> I didn't remember this whatsoever because <laughs> I, you know, we met up before. Yes. I, I forget uh, the the bar that we met at at uh, the yeah. time, and it's like right outside the. the it's like it's like connected to yeah. it, yeah. And uh, me, Emily, and then you and Jesse, I think it was. Yep. And uh, we're going in there and. You know, that I was feeling no pain. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until the other day, you're like, oh, yeah, I got a video of uh, them playing Kurt by Nine Inch Nails. Yes. I'm like, they played that song? <laughs> <laughs> no recollection at all. Yeah, yeah. But there's another one of those covers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> but you, no, but you, know, you did show me the video. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. You know, yeah. and but. That's just one of those bands that, you know, I remember hearing them on the radio a song or two, and then, you know, and actually it's my wife's, like, favorite band in the world right now, and uh, me and her went and saw Marcus Mumford at the Fillmore yes, yeah. uh, last October, and uh, really cool event. I mean, it was just him with his solo stuff, but uh, he did end up playing a couple Mumford songs, yeah. and uh, actually at one point um, played one of the Mumford tunes that's escaping me right now, but no like 
nothing at all except acoustic guitar and him singing no microphone or nice. anything and everyone was just like dead silent yeah. and you just him singing it was so cool oh right on but, yeah i mean what it really is a, they're a great band great live and like you said having the center stage yes big difference it, right because even you know you can be in the lower bowl but if you're way back yeah you know you're not really feeling it but the way they had it set up you know everyone yeah. in that lower bowl had a great seat it yeah. was such a cool concert yeah and we were even upper bowl for that i mean we were the front row of the upper bowl but you still felt like you were right up close like, i had upper bowl far back for jack white solo there and we ended up paying to get better seats because you just couldn't you're so far away you couldn't you know see what? anything yeah. it, i remember you telling me this yeah oh but, we but just this, yeah but this, ahead, well ahead. it blew my mind that you had like horrible seats yeah and then you can go to the box office yeah. and you're like hey can i like trade these in for better seats yeah. and there might be an upcharge but sometimes they just kind of like they gave hey, them, they, well, they're like hey here you go when i went and saw tool they gave us a free upcharge and it wasn't like a you know you're going from upper bowl to like even the upper lower bowl it was like we were on the side of the stage like two sections over like 15 rows back amazing seats seats were terrible before that and the jack white ones we went from way up there to like 15 rows back on the like they the lady told us like you might be on the side of the stage where you're kind of looking from the side but we ended up being just enough out where you could see perfectly and we were literally in the same row as his mom he brought he brought his mom up on stage she was about seven eight seats down from us that's hilarious yeah okay yeah but it's cool. i mean for people out there listening i mean i never even knew that this was a thing yeah. you could have horrible seats go to the box office right before just it starts ask. and just say hey i mean is there anything better that we could trade these in there might be an upcharge there might not be tell you what treat them like a normal human being and you know they might give you a, give you a break yeah i mean and like i said with the tool ones they gave them to us for free um and i heard them charge somebody else right before us the guy was like <laughs> the, the guy was like here i'm gonna i'm just gonna exchange them for you that's hilarious all right you know but yeah i mean if you go like usually they're gonna upcharge you and, and you're yeah. gonna pay the difference but you know if, if it's the difference between being way up there and not being able to see and being yeah. down where you can actually enjoy the show but it might be a difference of 30 bucks you're not getting charged the convenience <laughs> exactly. fee and all those other yeah. charges right so i mean and sometimes seats become available that maybe they weren't going to sell to the public and all of a sudden you can get you know these really good seats that right. you couldn't get well, so is that the same show that you do, you played some videos of um, no, that was Mumford and Sons I played up there. Okay. The, the, the oh, Jack White show was the one I okay. switched. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Well, there was the Jack White one and then also the Tool okay. show, yeah. My bad. Which, Tool, such a great, oh, yeah. great concert. Yes, they were amazing. I'd seen them once when they played, like, I think OzFest in, like, 97 or 98 or something like that. And, you know, they don't tour very often, or at least they hadn't for a long time. Uh -huh. So when they toured, it was within the last couple of years. It was I'd seen them. Great. How were they? Oh, they were amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're great. Live. The first time yeah. I saw Tool we, yeah. was on the second stage at Lollapalooza 93. Oh, no. Nice. So, I mean, I was like literally me to Neil you know, <laughs> yeah. from watching them play Sower. I mean, it was amazing on oh, this wow. little stage. Oh, I bet it was. And then. Uh, that must have been when that album dropped. Yes. And then oh. it was in February of 94, I saw them at the State Theater. Oh, damn. And I had general mission. And, you know, back then, you know, I was like, what, 19? So I weaseled my way all the way up to the front, yeah. which was amazing. And then the last time was actually at the Phoenix Amphitheater in Pontiac. I don't know if you guys remember. I that. do remember the Phoenix Amphitheater. Sure. Yes. And you remember it was like on the top it was of like a, a parking, parking garage. garage. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I, I don't even do that. I don't know place. if that's a thing anymore. I don't think it. <laughs> I, I really don't know. 
Yeah, Pontiac people, let us know. I don't think. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's. A, but yeah, I, was like, I forgot about and, that. And you know what? And that was probably call it ninety-five-ish or six-ish, somewhere yeah. in that range. And, and I have not seen them since. But I mean, I just remember it's just great show. Yeah, they are absolutely great. Phenomenal show. live. So and a couple other ones we've seen, and you know what I've realized is, well, one, I'll, I'll talk about this one first. We went and saw Government Mule. Yes. Right? Which is a couple of the old Almond Brothers guys. Yeah. But we didn't go to see Government Mule. Yes. We didn't buy the tickets for Government Mule. <laughs> Nothing against. <laughs> yeah. If you like Government Mule, we were fine. No, and, and I'll yeah. say good musicians, kind of almost like a southern rock jam yeah, band. Great um, freaking band. Great band. We went because Avid Brothers were opening. Yes, and yes. Uh, I know you're. It was a like a co-headline tour, I think. Yeah, but they were they were going to play first though. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you know, you're like to me, hey, you guys want to go? And I mean, I'm always a sucker for a show, especially yeah. in the summertime, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so we went and saw Avid Brothers. Great. Great, Great band. And Neil, I think you've seen the Brothers yeah. before, right? Where did you oh, yeah. see them at? I've seen them a couple times. I can't even recall the one time I saw them, but uh, definitely seen them in Grand Rapids with my sister and uh, her her uh, husband, Jeff, and a sweet guy named Brett Denon opened up. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I like some of his stuff. Yeah, Brett Denon had a couple good is tunes. He a, is he a ginger? Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Yes. He has the orange hair. Um, but yeah, that was a phenomenal concert. See, I'm felt. not a ginger. I'm strawberry blonde. Strawberry. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, that's why. I, that's why I wasn't saying anything. I know, I know what you are, bro. Um, and actually, my boy Nathaniel and his dad, Mister Heiser, was he's a big time Avid Brothers fan. But uh, yeah, what a wonderful, wonderful band. They, they are. They're great musicians. It is, and great musicians. It's just really. Yeah, I and, can't even say it more. They're just really You know, it's one of those awesome. ones where, like, you know, I hear their songs, like, on the radio or on their album or whatever, but it doesn't do it justice until you see them live. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, you know, there, there's bands like that. Yeah. Where it's like, you hear their recorded stuff, but then when you actually see them live, it's like a totally different experience. I mean, Rusted Roots, one of them. Yeah. You know, Dave Matthews is another one, really. You Gosh. know, when you think about hearing their recorded songs versus what you see live i recently saw dave matthews from like 1992 or something like in a mall and i'm like he's so skinny so young <laughs> and just he had hair <laughs> you know you know and but just jamming i'm like oh my fish God. There, there's another or, or grateful dead right their their recorded albums are nothing and and to me the avert brothers are kind of like that mm-hmm. well like I, I, I like to record stuff a lot but, not that but, I don't, live, but yeah, when yeah, you yeah. saw them live it was like wow they really you yes. know it's really something yes yeah and, and it was a good show but i do remember i think you know we were on the hill for avert brothers and we ended up going down to the seats for government mule and we made it about two songs. About I mean, maybe two. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, it was like they called it "Dark Side of the Mule." Yes. And they were playing yes. Pink Floyd Pink songs. Pink Floyd songs. Which I, yes. it just blew that my mind. Really like weird. what? I, I didn't it get it. No. I didn't understand it. So if I remember right, we actually left early Very and early. headed up to uh, the Jonas Bar right down the street yeah. from us. Had had a few pops there and then called it a night. Yeah. If you remember, Emily and Nicole were not not feeling the. <laughs> Government Mule, they were like, we gotta get out of here. Uh, <laughs> Believe me, I picked up on that, so no real quick. I think you picked it up first when Government Mule <laughs> was there. I think we picked it up when we bought the tickets. <laughs> Emily still holds it against me now. <laughs> Nothing against all brothers. I love you. When you when you took me to that awful concert, I'm like, yeah, just the headline. But, right, you like she liked favorite brothers. Yes, no, she did. She did. So the the other one, 
and this is one a topic that I wanted to bring up was Lumineers at uh, Little Caesars Arena. Yes. Not and again, the, you know, a big venue, Lumineers, isn't, you know, a huge, you know, killer act, but yeah. they commanded that whole, yes. you know, arena. And they did the same thing where they went into the middle of the Right, the, the stage extended into the middle. Well, I remember they walked down there because yep. I was Even on the, the main floor. Even the drummer, his kit popped up from the yes. ground, remember, yeah. and he was out there. Because yeah. <laughs> I was in the main floor, and they had a walkway through the middle, and they went, and they went right past us, and they went and performed. It's like when they play these big venues, they put a stage halfway in there, so like even the people in the back are going to get at least part of the yep. show from a good seat. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's really cool that they do it like that. And then, uh, you know, one, Mountain Joy opened up for them, yes. which... Yeah, I mean, I don't know who out there, you know, Mountain Joy fans, but really good band. Yeah, they're good. Mm -hmm. um, you yeah. know, and they're really starting to gain traction. Um, I will mention they are going to be at the Fillmore in August. Definitely uh, something to look at. And, yeah. uh, you know, one, Fillmore used to be the State Theater. It's always been one of my favorite venues. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, small theater, great acoustics, you know, 2,500 seats or so, yeah. I think. Um, amazing, but Mountain Joy opened up. One of those times where you know the opener just really leads you into a great show. Yeah. But the thing I remember is that was February of 2020, and if you remember, it was about three, four weeks later where the entire world shut, shut down because yeah. of COVID, right? Yeah. And uh, so for me, that was like the very last show I saw. Yep. Until it had to be for me too. Yeah. 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 And up until I, I started thinking about this, and I asked you guys, what was the one? Do you remember that you saw right after kind of the world opened back up? Um, do you remember what one it was for you? Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure um, it was uh, the headliner was the um, Kings of Leon, and the opener was Cold War Kids. Nice. Um, and wow. I, I've seen Kings of Leon a few times. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan, but I'm a... I would love to see Kings of yes, Leon. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the Cold War Kids, though. And so I was really excited about being able to see them. I hadn't seen them live. Um, and so they, they put on a great and show. Where, where did you see them? It, it was at Pine Knob. Pine Knob. Um, okay. Unfortunately, there wasn't a, a whole lot of people there yet when um, King, uh, Cold War Kids went on. Um, so they, they played to about maybe a half full house, maybe. Um, oh, but cool. still put on, put on a great show. And, and Kings of Leon, I mean, they're... They put on a great show every time you see them. <laughs> so that's one yeah. of those ones where you're almost as excited for the opener probably as you more, are for the headline. Probably more excited, yeah. Do, yes. what is, do you have one like where it was like your perfect concert, where the opener and the headliner was like, and I mentioned this in the first one, mm -hmm. Neil, right? For me, it was just last November. Okay. And me and Kennedy, my daughter, went to LCA. And it was Jane's Addiction opening up for oh, Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. I yeah. mean, to me, that was just like, I hadn't seen Jane's Addiction one time prior to that. Yeah. And then, you know, I haven't seen Pumpkins where it was Corrigan, Chamberlain, and James Eha back together. Yeah. So yeah. seeing all that together one night just blew me away. So do you have one where it was both of them were just like... I mean, that one's right up there. Yeah. Just because of how... That, like I would almost rather the bands be reversed just because Cold War Kids would have played longer. Right, um, right. You know, um, there's nothing that really jumps to the forefront of my mind. You know, where like I was as excited about the opener as I was the the headliner, like I was for that show. Um, I have to think about that. Um, 
We can always come back to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Try, I'm trying to think. And if that's the one, that's cool too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that really might be because I guess I, years and years had gone by of me wanting to see Cool Work Kids. Like right. I had so much built up right, that I wanted right. to see them play. I wish it would have been a see, smaller venue. You know, and I don't know much by them. I've, I know a handful of songs, but you know, every time they come on, I keep it on the radio. Right. Or yeah. you know, of course, I've downloaded the ones I know. You <laughs> yeah. know, their newer stuff isn't isn't as good to me. Like their last two or three albums, but they got like eight albums. But like the first four or five albums are just amazing I, like front to back i've heard a couple really, of really songs where i'm like oh my gosh yeah besides the ones that have been radio play if you will yeah right yeah but they, the ones i'm like oh my gosh this is better than yeah i want to say like their at least their first four albums are just like some of the best stuff i've ever heard good. just really really good so the the one I, I had to think about i'm like what concerts did i go to right so really it was last year 2022 and it was actually it was february right at the end of february uh, Tyler the Creator at, uh, at Little Caesars Arena. And both my youngest kids, Kennedy and Avery, were going to it. Kennedy mm-hmm. had her friend group. She was driving. And then Avery had his friend group, and I drove them. Okay. And uh, at first, I was just going to get them down the LCA, make sure they made it in. I was just going to hang out, right? Yeah. And then, you know, me and Emily were talking, like, maybe I should just buy a ticket so I'm inside in case something happens. So I'm like, eh, whatever. And, uh, you know, went in, got my ticket for like 60 bucks. I don't even know who opened. Yeah. I went to my seat. I'm like, you know, way up there. I'm looking down. I'm like, all right. So I went and grabbed a couple beers at a bar. And uh, all of a sudden, lights go down. And I hear everyone going, I'm like, so I'll go check out Tyler, the creator. And uh, the only thing I know about him going into this show is that my son Avery has a picture of him on his bedroom wall of him smoking a joint eating pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I might have mentioned that in episode one, I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, I tell you what, I mean, he's a rapper and uh, I've never really listened to him, but it was literally him by himself on the main stage. Really? And then he had like this hydraulic boat that would take him and travel him to like a second stage out in the middle of the main floor. Yeah. And I tell you what, that guy killed it. <laughs> he, he commanded the entire arena. That whole place was just going so nuts. When so. you say him just rapping by himself, were you, there was no beats there, or anything? Oh, no, or was he, he, okay. the music, right. but okay. there was right. no backup dancers. There was no, 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 one, okay. there was no, no like singer. hype man. Wow. There was nothing. That's literally fair. him right. by himself on the stage and then and just jamming, totally just yeah, doing his absolutely thing. Good. And you know, <clears throat> don't get me wrong, I'm a sucker for rap. Never heard him before, and it was he I, killed it. We, we mentioned that earlier. I'm like, I don't, I know who Tyler the Creator is. I've never heard any of his music, but I bet you it was freaking. Yeah, awesome. it was. It yeah. was. You know, it was pretty sweet. I stood there by myself because my kids had their seats <laughs> with their friends. I was kind of standing myself. on the stairwell just watching it <laughs> happen, and it was really good. But it was like two good weeks experience. later, and I got to mention this one: uh, Greta Van Fleet, right, uh, out of Frankenmuth, Michigan, mm-hmm. right of all places. Yeah. Um, and it's what like couple brothers a cousin and a buddy or something mm-hmm. and uh they played we went to grand rapids neil you mentioned you went there to for avid brothers and one grand rapids what a cool city you know and uh it was me emily kennedy avery and one of kennedy's friends and uh <clears throat> we dropped them off early at the show and me and emily went to you know a little bar downtown or whatever and and we go in there and it's like it's at the delta plex so it wasn't at Van Andel or anything. And we walk in, and it's like a field house. Really? So you have a stage on one end, 
there were seats on the two sides and a main floor. There's not even seats making the horseshoe. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was like going to like an old basketball, like yeah. field house. Yeah. <laughs> and we we're on main floor, and oh my God, those guys killed it, man. Yeah. I mean, you want to see an awesome show, go see Greta Van Fleet. And I do know literally today they had tickets on sale for LCA coming up uh, September 8th, actually. And okay. didn't you see them with? Kennedy at LCA after that? No, nope, that- actually it was before that. It was and I think it was 2018. Me, Kennedy, and one of our friends went to the Fox Theater. Fox Theater, okay. And it was December. You had sent me some nice. really yeah. nice videos. I'm like, holy crap. Oh, it, I mean, one, again, the Fox, the Fillmore. <laughs> the I mean, nice, such yeah. great venues <laughs> to see. And, and those guys, I mean, just literally a great rock band. You know, mm-hmm. good four-piece, lead singer, yeah. guitar, bass, drums, right? Yeah. And like, good for them. Yeah, honestly, and I I would recommend going to see those guys anytime. And you probably know everyone already knows a handful of songs. Mm-hmm. You know, you've already. I mean, without a doubt, you go, and it's just a great time. And I think they have a new album. Out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. New yeah. albums uh, just came. Don't out. Don't know the name of it, but whatever. Look it up. <laughs> In fact, my daughter told <laughs> me to, work. to download. <laughs> told me to download a song. I did, and she's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I think I need to listen to it three or four more times." <laughs> 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 you know, uh, it takes me a while. Um, and then that brings me to the probably the last show that we saw together, and the three of us were there. And again, mm-hmm, yeah. the Lumineers. Yeah. <laughs> It seems to be a common theme with us, John. I, I but, see uh, them quite a bit. But the thing is, you know what? Well, they're, it just, is, they're just too good. They, I mean, come on. They, I, I listen to them like, they're just too good. They are, it's a, they're a great band. They do a great live show. Yes. And you know what? A lot of their songs are short. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are like yeah. two, two and a half minutes, yeah. three. I mean, there's not many that are even four minutes long. But you know what that means? That means they play like 20-some songs <laughs> yeah. in a concert, you yeah. know? And... Yeah. Great voice, great music, just a really good time. And the three of us were there. And, I mean, Emily was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kennedy was there. Yeah. Moose was there. Moose and Elena were there. No, Elena didn't go. Elena, didn't Elena go? and Avery hung out together. Oh. Because that was in June. And if you remember, my grandchild, Ramos, yeah. was born in July. Oh, so yes, they yes. couldn't make it. So okay. Avery hung out with her. Yes. Um, Leah was there with Paul. Mm-hmm. But there was like seven of us, right? Yeah. And Nathaniel. <laughs> Nathaniel. Okay. Well, we don't we, say anything about that. What, no, but, <laughs> but I do remember, like, we all were meeting up. We we're meeting up at that uh, bar we met. We went to before. Yes. You yes. remember we went to the yeah. bar before Government Mule? Oh, yes, yeah. And we're like, oh, we'll all meet there. And we show up there, and the place is <laughs> packed. Oh, 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 it was just, we couldn't even, yeah. you could barely get in the bathroom. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so we all went to, like, CVS, bought a bunch of beer, yeah. and we went and hung out and tailgated. Let's go hang out and tailgate. And we're just all sitting there. And actually, probably more fun than being at that bar, right? Yeah, Because yeah. we're all just sitting there Absolutely. at the, the tailgate open, having some beers and everything. <clears throat> and out of the blue, remember? Mushroom yeah. Matt comes over. <laughs> just some guy out of the yes. blue hey does anyone want any mushrooms, mushrooms yes no matt we're good <laughs> but i will say like, 20 years ago yeah <laughs> but you know for i will say like a lumineer show like that's the type of environment right yeah. everyone's super nice oh, everyone's yeah. having a great time and mushroom oh, man i think was you a want a mushroom dude. you want this you want a beer yeah, yeah but you know but that's just one thing that stuck out and yeah, it totally yeah. tripped me out 
I, yeah, I forgot that. The next time I went to a concert, I tried to go back to that bar, and it was closed. Like, in the middle of the day. It was really strange. But I've tried to go back to that place several times after we went there the first time. I will tell you one thing. I will never go back to that bar. Because, no. you know what, it's just so much more fun just showing up and buying yeah. a house with a 12-pack of beer, yeah, right? No, absolutely. Yeah. Hang don't, out. Go, don't go back to that In bar. fact, yeah. that, <laughs> they don't want you back there. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me, we were talking about it, Neil, that we wanted to do a show. Yeah. Tailgating. And that kind of brings me up yeah. uh, to some upcoming shows that are going on. And since we talked last, I think we m- mentioned I had Lumineers tickets, which John were going to, yep. right, at yep. Pine Knob. Um, again, Lumineers, go. this is the fourth time we're going to Lumineers, John. Oh, I yes. can't go yeah. because I have a, a fantasy, fantasy football draft. draft. Way more important. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Priorities, right? Priorities. Well, it's set in stone. I mean, come right. on, Lumineers, you couldn't come August 24th? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him a call, give him a specific schedule. Yeah, I'm sure. Because right. right. so Neil has a fantasy football draft <laughs> that is super important. <laughs> But since we met and had our last episode, I've gotten a couple more tickets to concerts. One of them being Smashing Pumpkins, you know, another, you know, mainstay for me, which is September 6th at Pine Knob. And it just so happens, Neil, I might have one if you would like to go. All right. Which I think that would be a great opportunity. Is that a Wednesday or Thursday? It's like a Tuesday, of course. Don't, I don't care, but But, I'll go see the pumpkins for sure. I love them. And what about you, John? What do you got coming up? Any concerts or anything? Well, you said the Lumineers and then um, Manchester Orchestra. Oh, we'll be seeing them. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. You know, they're, they're one of those bands. I don't know a ton about them, right? Oh. For, me, it, for me, it's mainly Gold and Bedhead, okay. which those two songs just are killer. Great, yeah. And I did. Actually, I had them on my list here. I saw they're at Freedom Hill, yes. which I've never been to. Oh. Which I've heard is like a really cool. It's yeah. like a small pine knob. Yeah, like it's compared with like, like a metal, metal brook type. Right? Yeah, Man. it's got a it's got a, a main main floor like standing area, then seats, then hill. Oh, so okay. it's a little bit different in that Which way. Is, but okay, yeah. that, all right. And you know what? The other thing I noticed with them is they're actually playing Kemba Live in Columbus. Which I can't talk enough about that. I posted some videos <laughs> oh. of the pumpkins, Neil. Yeah, um, on our socials. I mean, coolest venue ever. 5,000 seats outside, right, mm-hmm. in the summertime. And the stage, during the wintertime, basically they shut the door and the band turns around and they play inside Inside, to about 2,500-seat theaters. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, Which, actually, I I wanted to add a couple other venues, John. Um, Mm. You know, two that I've never been to, Mm -hmm. which I'm kind of, I don't even want to admit it, being a Detroit <laughs> guy, but I've never been to the the Masonic Temple. Masonic's awesome. Me yeah. neither. Really? You've yeah. never been either, huh? No. See, and the Masonic actually has like several theaters in there. Which, um, which one? I didn't even realize that until like yeah. six months ago. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that till right now. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, yeah, so if you, like, you know, I, I do a lot of the, you know, I like electronic music and stuff, so like, you know, the after parties for movement and things, they're always at the Masonic. But it's not the same you know theater that they do the the rock shows in right so um but yeah when they do live rock shows it's it's amazing it's one of the best venues i've ever been to it's it's right up there top two or three indoor venues for me wow um and the other one i've been to one time is the blind pig yes in ann arbor yeah which is basically a bar with an area for a band but it's still legendary which is 
Right. I mean, yeah. Blind Pig is like the place where so many bands would play so before they blew. I mean, Nirvana, Nirvana Pearl Jam was there. Soundgarden, all, all those all big bands. Back in the early 90s, the, the late 80s, pig. early 90s, totally yeah. started through there and then kind of yes. worked their way up. And I've been to Blind Pig one time, besides just going there for the bar. Mm-hmm. And it was for a spoken words uh concert or whatever with jim carroll yeah uh the basketball cool. diaries yeah. right jim it'd be cool to see yeah. and uh you know which was cool yeah but, you know like, i've never seen a concert there like those are the two venues like when when you really think about kind of like that you know bands before they make it yeah. kind of the nitty-gritty you know you know yeah. venues and i knew that you had been there so yeah i had seen a ton of shows at the blind pig i mean more than i can count a lot of you know small detroit acts and things like that but yeah i mean when you when you go there they have a, a wall of pictures of bands that have played there and it just kind of blows your mind to see all and the that's bands what i remember the one time you know being being there for for that spoken word show or you know where they're having to go and have a couple beers is yeah. just like the old yeah. concert posters yeah and you know and it's like oh my god those are the bands i remember seeing at the big venues like yeah. i couldn't imagine seeing them oh. here you know um, to see nirvana period would be just incredible but to see them in a place like that would absolutely. just be mind-blowing 100 i couldn't yeah. agree with you more um you know some of the other ones so i actually it, tickets just went on sale a little while ago and this is one we talked about in episode one and i mentioned it earlier is ben harper <laughs> And uh, I picked up a couple tickets for that in October, mm-hmm. and uh, that's going to be at Royal Oak Music Theater, Great which venue. is oh my god, it's it's one of Amazing. my favorites because one there's like it's right there in downtown Royal Oak. Hard, yeah, there's so much stuff to do kind of beforehand. You yep. go see the show, you go grab a, a beer after because you're not yep. ready to call it a night, right? Because you're all amped up from the show yep. and everything, right? Absolutely. Um, so that's one I got tickets for, and. There's a couple other ones I got in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that Nathaniel Rateliff in the Night Sweats? Right, so that one... Have you guys ever seen them? I've never seen them. I have seen them, and I don't remember who they were opening for, but they put on a really good show. I, I don't know a ton of their stuff, just the Neither stuff I've but I like... It was good. They have plenty of good songs that I would like to, yeah. to go so, see. One, Freedom Hill Youth out of it, August, August 4th. Yep. Yeah. So oh my gosh, play- it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, birthday concert. Hey. There you go. So, one, uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, Jonathan Davia, has seen Nathaniel Rateliff, I think, more a handful of times. Sure. And uh, I've never seen him. He says it's one of the best shows. It was good. And, you know, every song I hear, you know, it's like I probably know seven or eight of them. Yeah. So it's one of those ones where you go to it, you're going to know everything anyway, yeah. and it's just going to make you appreciate it even more. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at them, like Freedom Hill on August 4th, which is a Friday, Neil, so one that, you know, well, puts yeah, the kibosh on your weekday if, concert. Yeah, but Friday birthday. If you notice, the next night they're playing Kemba Live in Columbus again. <laughs> Kemba Live popping up, right? And I, and that's what I actually said to my buddy uh, Davia that he was from Columbus. You uh-huh. know, he went to Ohio State and everything. I'm like, tell me that wouldn't be the best road trip, right? <laughs> Head back to Columbus, see Nathaniel Wrightliff, mm-hmm. like literally one of the best venues ever. So that one I've really got my eye on. Um, you know, we got Mount Joy. We mentioned them. You know, we saw them open up for yep. Lumineers before, and they're at the Fillmore. That's nice. Uh, you know, yeah. so one super small theater. Yeah, I, I mean, 
If you're looking for a cool concert to go to, you want to see a great place. I mean, one, those old school theaters are just one. Gorgeous on the inside. Acoustics are amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they got the cool bar, you know, right yeah, up on yeah. the, you know, the, right at the main floor right area, pretty much. Um, you got Greta Van Fleet, we mentioned. I mean, Weezer with Modest Mouse. I mean, it's not something that I would probably be a huge, like, oh, I, I gotta like go. Modest Mouse, well, I would like to see. I'm not a to huge me, Weezer fan, but Modest I, Mouse. Uh, Weezer's first three albums were really, really good. Yeah. I've seen both of those bands uh, a couple times. Um, to see them together, I think, would be cool. That's but, my point. Yeah. That's why uh-huh. I wrote this one down. <laughs> it was like, I'm not the That's biggest it. Weezer fan, but you know it, a crap ton about them. And yeah. Modest Mouse, I've heard enough. Yeah. Right? Lamb oh, Shades yeah. on Fire, right? I think it's oh, Modest yeah. Mouse. And then, you know, but those seeing those two together, it's one of those shows that, like, it would be you're a good super show. excited for the opener, leads into a big one. I backed yep. my car into a cop car <laughs> the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one I wrote down here, which I have no interest in whatsoever, but Kiss. They're, yeah. they're like, what, final tour, <laughs> right? Playing LCA yeah, in October. Them, them and Bob Seger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've never been a... a Kiss fan, I, I, you know, I haven't either. I figured I'd throw it on there because yeah. you know there's going to be people out there listening. Like, oh my God, so Kiss, I love, love them, the best ever. Yeah, fair yeah. And you know, yes. Detroit Rock City, it's yeah. like you almost have to mention them. But yeah, it's like not, you know, of everything on the list, I'd probably put them at the bottom. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, people love them. Oh, let's put it this way: if someone gave me tickets tomorrow, hell yeah, I'd go. Yeah, because I right. could say I went to Kiss's last show in Detroit, yeah. Detroit Rock City. But you know what? And paying whatever it is, because no. you know where that's going straight to Gene Simmons' stupid pocket. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>? stupid Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Gene Simmons, Gene Simmons, or Sting? Um, <laughs> fuck them both. <laughs> I love it. There you go. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, uh, you know, that kind of brings us to the end of the show, here, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. One, John. So happy that you joined us. Yes, thank um, you. You know, first guest. I know, right? I know. You know no matter what, wherever this thing goes, you can always say I was the first yes, actual was guest the first. on Two Dudes and Killer Tunes. <laughs> Appreciate it, John. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you know, Neil, absolutely love what we're doing here. Um, we're we're, we're doing was, it. No, 100%. And you know what? We, we've gotten a lot of good feedback. Um, I'll say... You know, we got all of our socials going, right? Mm-hmm. So we got our LinkedIn company page. And I mentioned earlier, 215 followers already, right? A mm-hmm. um, lot of interaction going on. Um, Instagram, yeah, we're trying, you know, but uh, I'm an old guy, right? Instagram's <laughs> like a whole different animal to me. I do think I have an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, you know, obviously you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything. We have hit 100 downloads. Um, we got 33 subscribers on the YouTube channel, so hey, we're ma- starting to make some noise. But uh, 280 some views of episode one, yeah. and uh, you know, here we are, episode two with the first guest. Um, we're going to be recording, you know, really for the next three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, you know, in the next three weeks, I think four guests that we're going to be recording. A um, lot of good stuff coming up, um, you know. Just like we're doing here, right? Yeah. Meeting up with uh, some good friends, some family, uh, people that, uh, you know, some of them we haven't talked to in 30 years. Yeah. You know, so all I'll say is absolutely had a blast tonight. Um, 
actually kind of sad to see it end. We'll see everyone for episode three. Um, check us out on all the socials. Make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel. And uh, we'll catch you for episode three. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, all right. guys. Have a good one.